Hello, hello. Welcome back. Or welcome. If this is your first time to the Combed Education Podcast, Let's Talk Hair. This is Adaz. I'm your host, uh, fellow colorist, guys. For a long time, I've been at it for a very long time. I've learned a lot of shit in my 20 plus years. And the goal of this podcast is to drop little education nuggets for you guys um, to hopefully help you in your career. So the podcast, the blog, my Instagram are all little bits of knowledge bombs for you, um, all really derived from the fundamentals course. So if you have not looked in uh, to the course that I have, which is called the Fundamentals of Hair and Color, I talk all about the science, the chemistry, the artistry, how to formulate fearlessly and confidently in any situation, Um, completely non-branded. I don't care what color line you use. My goal is to help you understand hair understand your chemicals, understand how to formulate, no matter the line, um, to make you more of a confident colorist. So that is, um, I'll put the link of that down below. Um, And so all of what I share, or most of what I share is from that. And so today, I want to talk about something that I think a lot of us tend to struggle with, um, and it's how to make your colors last longer. Like we've all been there before. We create this gorgeous look on a client they love it. You love it. Everyone is happy. And then a week later, you get that dreaded text like, hey, girl. And you're like, fuck. And she's like, my color is fading. Help. Right. So help is on the way. Today, I want to dig into some of the factors that go into maintaining longevity of color, both from a professional standpoint um, and what our clients need to do to ensure less fadage. Right. So here's the thing, again, drives back to the fundamentals course. One thing you have to completely understand is there are three factors, main factors, uh, when it comes to determining the longevity of the color. Number one is the canvas, the health of the hair, the hair that you're working on. Number two is the chemicals that are used. And then number three is like post-oxidation process and at-home care. So let's dive into the canvas real quick. Let's talk about the hair. Hair is a dead fiber to begin with, guys. There is no bringing it back to life. I don't care how many bond builders and plexes and deep conditioners you use. Everything is a Band-Aid. Everything is a Band-Aid, okay? With that said, the most important thing to do is to be respectful of the canvas that you are working on. So do not push it beyond its limits and then expect beautiful results. You can't fry the hair and then Band-Aid that shit back together thinking it's going to work. It's not. I say that with love. Okay. So we tend to be pretty negligent when we're working on hair. So just be considerate. Take the precaution anytime that you're applying chemicals or heat to the hair. Because the truth is the more damaged and the more porous the hair, the more likelihood of your color fading rapidly or prematurely. All of that being said, okay, I'm not saying don't use plexes and bond builders and deep conditioners. There's still a time and a place for all of that. The protein treatments, all of it. Use them as a crutch, but not as like your tool, meaning use them as what they are, a Band-Aid, not let me push the hair to its limits because I'm using this product. Don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. Um, When the canvas that you are working on is at its optimal and best integrity-wise, your chances of your color lasting longer will be significantly improved. Okay. So it's not your fault if your client comes to you with fucked up hair. It's your job to try like band-aid it back to like some sort of integrous state. 
but if it is your job to maintain a healthy hair fiber. So if you're the one who's responsible for causing that excess damage, it's that's on you. So when the color fades, don't blame the client, right? So number two, let's talk about the chemicals. So deciding whether or not to use a permanent, an acidic demi, an alkaline demi, or a direct dye is imperative when you're thinking longevity, right? So what is it that's going to determine what type of color you use? Well, it's the health of the hair. Extremely damaged hair, highly porous hair would probably do better with a direct dye, surprisingly, than, um, than like a, a alkaline color. And then alternatively, healthy hair with maybe it felt like low porosity, tight, compact cuticle may need an alkaline color to penetrate into the fiber. So when it comes to understanding the chemicals, one of the most underrated and overlooked things that we do as colorists is that we don't let our colors process fully. <clears throat> Always coming from a place of love, okay? So like washing your acidic liquid demi off in five minutes instead of the recommended 20, I see you, but you're not alone. Okay? And then you use like 450 flat iron on it and it like the violet just disintegrates. <laughs> it's just gone. Or the client sneezes and it's out of the hair. The reason you're doing this likely is because you've probably misformulated and you're freaking out because the hair is turning dark, okay? The problem is you're not giving your colors the proper time to fully oxidize. Those dyes are not forming and coupling to the max capabilities, which is absolutely going to result in color fading. You have to let the shit process. And if it's turning too dark or too cool, that's a formulation issue. Adjust your formulation and trust the color process. Let it process, okay? Fully, fully process. I promise you, this will allow your color to last longer. And then lastly, let's talk about proper post-oxidation and at-home care. Anytime, anytime, any, anytime that you use chemicals in the hair, you must shampoo them out. Especially if you're using a color line that uses MEA, Okay. MEA is an alkalizer. It is oil-based, which means it has to be removed from the hair properly and fully. It's not like ammonia that dissipates. It has to be removed. Most acidic liquid colors use MEA, just FYI, okay? So if MEA is not fully and properly removed from the hair, it can continue to do its thing and result in color faded and increase in like scalp sensitivity for clients. So shampoo everything out always. Condition after you shampoo, always. This is going to help start lowering the pH um, and start constricting that hair fiber to keep those fresh dyes in the hair. Condition again, lower the pH some more because what happens is like the pH of that's higher, the swelling happens rapidly. The constricting happens slowly. So every time you use a lower pH product, that hair fiber begins to constrict more and more. So shampoo, condition, condition again, use a low pH leave-in conditioner. Um, the lower the pH, the better. And then instruct your client not to wash their hair for at least 48 hours. I know that there are some manufacturers and other people that will tell you that it's fine. They can wash it right away. Don't worry about it. It's not fine. Like it's not fine if you want the color to last. Let, let the hair harden. Let the pH go down. Give it 48 hours. And best case scenario, if possible, when they do wash after 48 hours, no shampoo. Rinse and condition. It's hard, but this is what's going to help prolong the color, okay? Um, the goal is to really get the pH of the hair back down to its happy place and kind of like trap 
those dyes in for as long as possible. Lastly, make sure that your clients have proper products at home to maintain their color. A low pH shampoo and conditioner, preferably sulfate-free, but I did an episode last week on sulfates. Go back and listen to that. It might give you a little clarity. Preferably a sulfate-free, a good leave-in conditioner and a hair oil or a serum go a long way. Instruct your clients, don't use too high of a heat. That's going to help color fade. Um, so like maximum color longevity requires a combination of know-how both from you as a colorist and a professional, and then some guidance to give the client on what to do at home. It's a combination of that. So we got to think, number one, how healthy is the hair? How do we make sure that we are working on the healthiest hair possible so that the color can uptake the most evenly and last the longest? Number two, what kind of chemical are you using based on the situation? When you understand what the hair is doing and what your chemicals are doing, you're going to make a more informed decision. And then lastly, make sure that you're doing proper post-oxidation to constrict that cuticle as much as possible. You're instructing your client on what to do when they get home so that in the long run, the color is going to last as long as possible. If any of these are missed, like you're not fully processing your color. If any of these are missed, you're going to have an issue with longevity. Okay. So this is not me telling you what to do. Like this is what you have to do because Ara said no. Okay. This is just me giving you a little bit of perspective, a little bit of guidance and things to think about a little bit differently so that when you have this beautiful, gorgeous result that both you and your client love, we make it last because likely they're paying a lot of money for it. Okay. So it's on us to make sure that we do what we can to make sure our colors last. I hope this was helpful. I hope this gave you a little perspective shift and I will see you guys next week.